Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. You guys, I am back with a solo episode for the first time in a while. It's been a crazy few weeks. Not just busy. It hasn't actually been even that busy. Life's been full, but there's been a lot of personal shedding (laughs) that I've been doing. I made the mistake of really calling in. It was really probably the beginning of April where I was really intentional about being in huge gratitude for the growth that my business has had, especially the past, I don't know, nine months or so. But at the beginning of April, I started getting really intentional about what I wanted this next phase of my business to look like and really what I wanted out of the rest of 2022. And I decided to call in a quantum leap in my business, which has come (laughs) in so many ways. And I'm so grateful for that. So this isn't like a riff on like, oh my God, woe is me. But I've had a lot of realizations in that because with the quantum leap in my business and some different shifts that I've been making that have been really, really magnetic and just in flow and feeling really good, I have been attracting a lot of hard things personally. And literally just today, as I'm sitting down to record this episode, I am realizing that I have a pretty deep subconscious conditioning that along with huge, fast quantum leap style growth has to come something hard. And I've gotten pretty good, I mean really good, at deconditioning from the idea of not having to work hard. I do love working. I enjoy it, but I always want it to be fun work. I don't push myself to do things when I don't want to do them work-wise, if possible. And this is something I have been talking with my private coaching clients about a lot. And it's been so beautiful to help them start deconditioning from that idea But I mean, I've proven to myself for the first time in my entire life that you can have success and business growth without hard work. Now, there is some work, you know, I like quite a bit of work, but it's just been really fun lately and flowy and fulfilling and juicy and just always a heck yes. Also, if you're listening to this with kiddos, you might pause it and listen another time or pop your... AirPods in or whatever, because there, there might be some words in this just because I'm, I'm just flowing today. But I've done a great job of deconditioning from the hard work. However, 
I haven't deconditioned totally from not subconsciously expecting hard things to happen. And this is a little bit nuanced. I have decided today to make a shift in the way that I look at things that arise. I've realized that I sometimes can create things to be more dramatic than they are and more like doomsday than they are when they come up. This morning I was sort of going through some of my old journals and I had like three old, like it's sort of, I call them brain dumping journals. It's not necessarily journals that I'm going to keep forever, but I just write ideas in there or to-do lists for the day or whatever. They're like my scrap note journals. And I was going through them because I had three that I wanted to throw away, recycle, but I was basically retaking notes of the things in the journals that were important. And I guess I was listening to some episode. I don't know what episode this is from of what podcast because I didn't make that note. So these are not my original thoughts or words, but they're good. And I don't know where they came from. If I find out, I will put them in the show notes. But it was somebody talking about going through hard times. And he said, this is a quote, whatever shit you're going through is an opportunity for you to learn a lesson that you need to learn now to get you to where you want to go or to get you to up level in a way that is like the next step for you. He also said, or she, whoever it was, life brings you situations to show you where you're not free. And you have to learn this lesson and break free before you get to have what you desire. And I honestly, reframing the quote unquote hard things that have been coming up in my life, some I have chosen to put on to myself and some have just been things that have come and reframing that to be like, okay, I get to work through this. Okay, this quote unquote hard thing, uncomfortable thing, frustrating thing, thing that's taking my energy is happening how can I look at this as something that I can grow through or learn from or use as something that I'm able to teach in the future instead of viewing it as a hardship and getting into victim mentality? Y'all, I have caught myself so many times in the past few weeks. What's today? Friday the 13th, which is always a lucky day for me. And honestly, it's been a great day so far. I, for the past, honestly, probably six or seven weeks, have caught myself daily, several times a day in victim mentality, being like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And I am not somebody who promotes toxic positivity, where it's like good vibes only, always have to be positive. I do not think you always have to be positive to manifest amazing things into your life. Actually, quite the opposite. I think that if you don't feel emotions and process emotions, the ones that are uncomfortable, that can cause blocks in you, in your body, in your energy field that prevent you from calling in the things that you want. So pushing those feelings down, numbing them, just focusing on positive always can actually sort of screw up your manifestation abilities. But I've like tended to err on the being too much into the negative and being like, why is this happening? And not just like victim and martyr mentality, but more so like really trying to figure out why it's happening instead of saying, you know what? It is happening. 
I have for some reason called in this reality, what is happening right now for some reason. Maybe it's something for my soul to grow. Maybe it's something that has to do with somebody else's growth. Maybe it's something that's going to bring up some really uncomfortable emotion in me that I can actually look at and process and then flush out of my energetic field. Maybe it's something that I need to notice and then surrender to God. There's so many things. And maybe at some point I'll come up with like a whole list of things that I have realized of why quote unquote hard things have been happening to me. But the main thing, the bottom line that I've come to is regardless of why any of these things have been happening. And I'm not even going to get into the things because that's just prolonging the drama of them. They're situations. All of us have fucked up situations that happen on a regular basis. Just hard little things or hard big things or hard medium things. And we don't really need to go into the details of them. It doesn't matter. At some point, maybe I'll talk about each individually once I'm on the other side. But the bottom line I got to is I'm attracting these hard things. I asked for a quantum leap in my business and my life. And since I had already cleaned up the part of me that knew that it wasn't going to require hard work and hustle to have a quantum leap in my business, there's still part of me that believes something hard has to happen, right? And that when hard things happen, I can't immediately reframe them to be growth opportunities or lessons. So that is something that I've actually been reading about in one of my favorite books called Bringers of the Dawn. Get clever. Next time you come into one of these emotional situations, say to yourself immediately, all right, I know what is going on. I'm not getting caught in this one. I know there is something here for me to learn and something for me to change. I believe that I am guided and that I am following a blueprint. So I will check out what is in this for me by not judging it and by going with the flow. I request that all my changes come in joy and safety and harmony. That is my decree. Everything in my evolution I am intending is covered by that. I experience joy and safety and harmony. So I will go with this energy and see what is changing for me and what I need to give up. Holy shit, y'all. Those few sentences seriously changed everything for me. One of the ongoing quote unquote hard things that has been going on that I will go into a slight detail about because I think other people will resonate with it, especially moms, is I have a two and a half year old. So we're in the deep, deep middle of tantrums and sleep regressions. And we've been switching daycares. So it's transition issues and all things that are normal and okay. And all of that. I listened to an episode of the Unruffled podcast, which for any parents, I highly recommend. She's awesome. I forget her name. I'm sorry, but she had a attachment expert on. So attachment theory and like making sure you're children have healthy attachments with you, looking at your attachment style, anxious, avoidant, blah, 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 all these things. Thank God most of us are very conscious parents now and we're sort of making the shift so that we don't continue generational cycles of attachment issues. But Caroline's has a very healthy attachment to me. 
However, my side of stuff has been coming up a lot. Being able to regulate my emotions when she's having an emotional time, that is something I am currently working on. And I am so used to, especially since turning like 18, so used to pushing down my emotions and numbing my emotions. And when you have a little one who's in the middle of a tantrum or who's whining or crying or whatever, all of these things that make us feel so uncomfortable. I mean, really, if you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about when this is happening. Like, especially the tantrums don't so much bother me because I know that it's a brain development thing and they don't last too long and whatever. But the whining thing is like, it grates at my fucking soul. Like, it's the hardest noise in the whole world to hear. And crying and all of those things. And practicing getting down on her level and saying, it's okay to feel this. Obviously, we don't okay whining. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. But when she's crying and stuff, getting down on her level and saying, it's okay to feel sad or angry or whatever emotion she's feeling. And maintaining my emotional groundedness and stability and staying in my center so that she's able to fluctuate and have a human being that's grounded for her till she flows out of that hard feeling. That is like a freaking hour by hour practice that honestly takes a lot of energy out of you. However, I'm choosing to reframe it and be grateful for every time that she has one of these emotional times because it's a time for me to practice being grounded and staying in my center or going back to center. One thing for me that also comes up is I'm not a perfectionist, as y'all will see in the way that I run my podcast and my Instagram and all the things. I'm very much like just get the information out there. It doesn't have to be tied up in a perfect bow. And sometimes I'm a perfectionist internally and I'm really hard on myself when I'm not being the perfect mom, which doesn't exist or I haven't reacted perfectly to something. I'll like beat myself up internally for a long time afterwards. So that's something that I'm working on too when I don't stay grounded and centered for her, like giving myself grace and being like, it's okay. And talking with her about that saying, mommy isn't perfect. And I got upset just now. And that's something I'm working on. And it's okay to make mistakes. And it's okay to get upset and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's weird because that's one of the smaller quote-unquote hard things that have been happening the past couple of months, but it's a hourly hard thing, so it takes a lot of energy for me. But the cool thing is, is that as I practice it hourly and daily, it will get easier, and being able to regulate my emotions is going to be a fucking superpower for literally everything else in my life, especially being somebody who can tend to be codependent, who can tend to be a people pleaser, who can tend to get defensive really easily. Like cleaning this up with my daughter is going to clean it up in so many other areas of my life or give me that muscle that's stronger that then I can utilize in other areas of my life. So that's one lesson I've learned. And then the other lesson I've learned is that I have some ongoing really deep blocks and ideas and conditioning around in order for something huge to come in 
in order for you to have a huge up level in life or business, you have to go through a lot of hard and it has to feel hard and you have to like label it as hard. And I think that labeling it as hard, and I know I've used that word a lot in this episode, but I'm using it in quotes. Labeling it as hard for me has created more suffering instead of saying, okay, this is an uncomfortable feeling because I'm not used to going there. I'm not used to processing this. I'm not used to having to regulate myself and ground myself and center myself and use that muscle. But this is an opportunity for me to practice that and work out that muscle and for it to get stronger and for me to be more awesome. So that and hey, maybe I should start expecting that I can have growth and quantum leaps with it being joy-filled and easy and fun and not require suffering. At the same time, I know that life is not perfect and there's just going to be shit that happens. But I just think reframing that shit that happens prevents you from taking on more suffering, from getting into victim mode. And this is something that is obviously an ongoing lesson for me. So I will keep y'all updated. I just wanted to let you know sort of where I am in life right now. We have a lot of really amazing guests coming up for y'all on the podcast. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, Ashley with BTR Bars, that episode was amazing. Like legit so good. So go listen to that and be on the lookout for the next few episodes because they're going to be juicy. And if we are not friends yet, please add me on Instagram at yudowoo and DM me and say hi. You can either type something out or you can send me an audio message. I really love connecting with y'all. I love hearing which of your episodes have been your favorite, what topics you're loving, if you love the human design stuff or certain guests that I've had on or the motherhood stuff or whatever. I love hearing from you and I love just connecting with you and knowing who's listening and seeing what's going on in, in your life. So please, 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 if you haven't yet, send me a DM on Instagram, just say, Hey, and if you found this episode valuable or any of the past episodes in the past few weeks, please share them with some friends and also giving a five-star rating and short little typed out review on Apple Podcasts helps so much. We organically grow. There are a lot of sponsors that we're getting ready to take on and I'm recording all the info for that in the next few weeks. But really the way that this show has grown so much is by you sharing it with a friend or two each time you listen. And also if you want to take a screenshot of it and share it on Instagram and tag me, I'd love that as well. So thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful to you. If you want to chat about any of this stuff, feel free to DM me and let me know what's going on with you and that this was helpful for you. I will see y'all next week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and 
really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.